Anytime that you can make something more fun, it is just a win-win situation. So today, we are diving into ways to truly make writing more enjoyable, whether it's during individual writing time or something that's more collaborative. Either way, there are simple implementations and additions that can be done to make this time just outright fun for not only students, but for you as well. This episode will have ideas for choice, management, modeling, and more, so let's dive in. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Literacy Dive podcast. And if this is your first time here, welcome to this podcast. I enjoy bringing different topics to my listeners every single Monday. So welcome, and I hope you come back and listen to more. There's a variety of episodes already here for you. We are now on episode 105. If you have been keeping up every single week, then you know for the last few weeks we have been talking about writing in particular and ways that we can be able to find time for this, ways that we can be able to incorporate this into our classrooms in those quick, meaningful ways, how we can even embed it across different content areas, and now we are getting into how we can just make this time fun. And I keep saying that word, there are so many synonyms to use, but really, this is what it is. We just want to make this more fun in the classroom. So this episode, I'm going to go a little bit farther than what we know as the basics. And when I say the basics, that just means adding student choices, and this is going to be the activities that you choose. Of course, if you can add different types of activities, if you can incorporate different things for them to do whether it is illustrating or being able to cut something or using construction paper, those materials and activities that you can allow for students to choose from are definitely going to make that time more fun for them. Letting them use scented markers or crazy scissors, mechanical pencils, all of those things I kind of lump into student choice and more so activities and materials. So that's kind of what I call the basics. But I want to go a step farther into what else you can do outside of just the materials and activities that you are providing them. So one thing that you can do to make this just a more enjoyable time for them is to draw on their interest. And to do this, you might have to survey them. And when we think about surveys, we think about doing this at the very start to any year or the very start to whenever we get that group of students, but you can survey your students at any time. And actually, I loved to survey my students, especially when it came to reading, and I was trying to make sure I had the correct types of books that they wanted. I surveyed them every single quarter, and that is because I knew that I was exposing them to different genres. I was exposing them to a variety of authors and titles, and once they get exposed to it, they might find that their interests change, and they're now suddenly interested in this one type of text that they didn't know back in the beginning of the school year. So there is no time like the present to survey your students, and you should do this constantly. 
And so when I say survey, it is so simple to do. You do not have to have a big Google form where your students are having to make selections. You can definitely do that. But when I say survey, I just mean this can be a whole group conversation. You can just ask your students, what are you interested in? What do you enjoy to write about? What would you like to see in our classroom that could make this time meaningful and purposeful for you? And you can just hear what they say. If you have certain materials and activities that you are wanting to bring to your students, then you can definitely put those into a column and you can have students vote on what are your top three things that you want to see in the writing center. And then that way, whatever wins is what can go into the center uh, first or what you can be able to put into the center for a certain amount of time. So there's a lot of different ways that you can survey your students. But the important thing is that you have to figure out what they're interested in. And this is one very simple way that you can start incorporating more enjoyable tasks for them that is going to seem way more fun for them to be able to do. So something that I have found that my students have always loved in the past, no matter what grade I taught, and what I know that hundreds and thousands of teachers are using are my daily writing prompts, which are available for every single month. And what I've done is I've put together a sampler for you so you can go ahead and head to the show notes after this episode and download your writing prompts free sample. And it's going to allow you to explore with adding those student choice, but also those interesting days are something that my students have always liked. And it seems that that is a favorite amongst a lot of teachers as well. This is something that you can easily include in your center. It's going to change every single day, bringing excitement, bringing those feelings of being eager to want to write, and also just being curious about what's coming next. So make sure that you go to the show notes and you grab that free writing prompts sample. I have constantly talked about a writing center before, and this is something that you can definitely do, especially in the upper grades. Some of those materials that you want to put in your writing center should only be found or accessed in the writing center, and that kind of builds the excitement. So if the writing center closes but it opens during a certain amount of time, your students are going to want to go in there and access whatever is available during that time specifically for writing. But you could also have some materials that are only found in the writing center. And so if they know where to go, they can access these at any time of day. Again, the Writing Center is definitely a place where you can be able to house those activities, the reference materials, any of your special writing tools that you want to do. That can go inside of a Writing Center. But if you do not have a Writing Center, that is one thing that I want to encourage you to try. It does not have to be big and elaborate. You do not need to spend a lot of money on it. It is not about the show and the fanciness of it and just making it something that's like, whoa, there's the Writing Center. It's just merely having a place that students know is the writing center, and that's where you can be able to keep some specific activities and tools. So if you don't have one of those, I would encourage you to go ahead and create one. And again, you can start very, very small with this. I am not going to use this episode to discuss how to create a writing center, but if you want to listen to episode 32, it is all about creating effective writing centers. And so if you're interested in this and do not know where to get started, check out episode 32 for more information. But moving into what else we can do, and this is going to be more of just the practical things outside of activities and materials. 
Something that I always found that my students have loved, and it really changed the way that we all experienced writing, the way that we approached writing time when the clock ticked to that writing block, is getting alongside your students and writing with them. When I could write with my students, I was able to show them that I was a writer too. Not only could I show them that I valued the art of writing, but I was able to model anything that I wanted to show them. I was able to show the actions and the behaviors of what a writer does. And so sometimes we just have to slow down and stop and just enjoy the process with our students. And so that is one thing that you can strive to do. Now, I know that during the time when students are writing independently or if they're writing with partners, we should be pulling students and conferring and having meaningful moments, but it is so powerful to just get on the floor or sit at a desk or sit somewhere comfortable and write as well. This is going to help you if you kind of find that you're not very strong as a writing teacher or you really don't like to write yourself. The more that you do it, you're going to start finding that it's going to become a little bit more enjoyable for yourself as well. But anytime I could do it, I tell you, the students who never wanted to write a single thing would get a clipboard, they'd want to come sit right beside me, and we would just be laying on the floor, sitting on the floor, crisscross applesauce with our clipboards, and we would be writing, and it's the coolest thing to see. So I want to encourage you to try one time a week where you can just take 10 or 15 minutes and do the writing activity with your students. Now, you can also utilize timers, countdown clocks, chimes, or anything like that. Sometimes that is a great way to just transition from all areas of your day, but I want you to try to find one specific thing that is just for writing time. Because again, we are thinking about how can we make this time different? How can we make this time special and meaningful? And how can we make this time stand out? And so if there is a certain type of transition that you're used to using and your students know it, that's awesome. But try to find one thing that can make the writing time different. I want to take a moment to introduce you to Writing Made Simple. This is a membership site that will bring you engaging writing routines that will get your students on board and pumped about writing. These routines are designed to be quick and simple meaning very little to no prep for you. I'm giving you everything that you need. Video walkthroughs, easy lesson plans, detailed exemplars, printable templates, and engaging animated writing routine slides. Your students are going to go from feeling bored and disengaged to feeling eager and curious. It's through the small intentional chunks of time where you can allow writing to be a powerful practice. Implementing fun routines that disguise writing is the name to the game. To learn more about how you can become a member, head to theliteracydive.com slash join. I cannot wait to support you and your writers. Include opportunities for share time. This is so big and key. There's not many other times of your day where students are actually able to share something that they have done or they created. Now, yes, whenever you might be having students do a math problem, they might be able to share out the right answer or how they got to that answer. If you're having students, you know, explaining a science concept, then yes, they're able to share their thinking then. 
But this opportunity for share time when it comes to writing is so unique and specific because this is going to be what varies from person to person. Every single person, no matter if they're writing on the same topic, very rarely are they going to have the same experience that they are going to be able to write on that paper that's responding to whatever topic it is. So writing share time is so different than any other share time you can offer your students. So this is going to be something where if you are really reflecting right now and you're thinking, okay, yes, I have my students write every day. Yes, they have a special time and a special place, but no, I do not give them an opportunity to share. This is something that I really, really, really want you to focus on. This can come at the very end of the writing block as a way to kind of wrap up whatever it was that students did for the day, and then they can be able to share out, whether it's to each other, whether it's a couple of students sharing out for the whole class. There's just so many different ways that you can be able to incorporate this share time. But it also can be, if you do have a couple of minutes here and there, you can have students share their writing during those transitions so that time is not wasted. You might also want to have one or two students sharing before you start writing for the day so they can think about something that you did the previous day and you can have someone share and then that's going to be a way that you can kind of kick off the writing block and that's just a way that's kind of exciting for students and it gets them in the mood to want to start that activity of writing for the day. A couple of other things that you can do is one, allow for partner writing to occur And then two, when thinking about partner writing, you can also do something called writing buddies. So first, with the partner writing, this can just be that, you know, yes, we want our students to write. We want them to think about their own experiences. But there's a lot of different types of writing prompts or writing topics that don't really lend themselves to personal narrative. And so it is something that students can join together and write a response to or they can write a story about. And so... If you do not have your students writing partners, that is something off the bat that is going to help bring more spice and variety and excitement to your writing time. Because let's be honest, there are a lot of things that I do enjoy doing by myself, but there's a lot more things that I love doing with someone else. And so if you can allow the time for them to get together, you're actually going to find that your students might be more on task than they would be if they were writing independently. So allowing partner writing time, this could be a certain day of the week. This could be at the very end of the week. This even could be for the last five to seven minutes of your writing block. And so however you can get this partner writing in, I would encourage you to do it because you're going to see that your students are going to be eager and they're not going to want to skip out on this time because a lot of the time students really do thrive when they can work together. And then writing buddies. This is really cool because it is a partnership. But this partnership can span outside of your classroom. So you could do writing buddies within your same classroom if you wanted to, which basically you'd have to group students together. And any time they have their writing buddy, they get to write something together. But I've always loved doing writing buddies with another class outside of my own. And so you can find a different class, whether it's in the same grade level, that's totally fine because at least you can work on some grade level content and you can actually do some of the skills that they need to practice and it's going to be right on target. But again, this is just to get those feelings of them enjoying writing. And so what I love to do was I love to do it with a different grade. And I do that because if I am teaching fourth grade and I buddy up with a second grade class, then guess what? My students get to become the expert. And it does not matter 
if they are a strong writer or if they are not, they are going to be the leader and they're going to be the older child that gets to work with a younger student and that is going to change the game in their ability to be able to teach someone below them. I find that this actually brings out the confidence in students, especially those who are more reluctant to writing. So this is something that is very easy to get up and running. This is going to give them the confidence. It's going to give them the ability. And when the second grader is trying to do writing, that fourth grader, that fifth grader, that third grader, they get to become the writing expert helping and guiding that younger student. So again, if you're a third grade teacher, a fourth grade teacher, a fifth grade teacher, this is going to be great for you to buddy up with a kindergarten first or second grade class. And I'm telling you, I'm not going to say 100%, but I can guarantee you that your students are going to look forward to this when you see your students being the leader in a partnership with a younger student. You're going to be like, this is not my class. Like, they're actually working, they're taking it serious, and they're building their skill level and they're building their confidence level. And so... Getting Writing Buddy started, it is very simple. If you have a friend that is in a lower class, it is just a matter of having a conversation, asking them, hey, let's try to look at our schedules. What is a day that you can be flexible? I can be flexible. We can sacrifice a little bit of time and merge our classes together. This is not something that you have to do every single week because, again, I know that this is a special time and we are trying to find the minutes to teach all the things. But this is something that you can definitely do once every other week or even once a month is better than no times at all. Maybe you do have a more flexible schedule where you could do once a week. I only do writing buddies and I also do reading buddies as well. It is the same exact concept except with reading and not writing, but you would want to try to find 15 to 20 minutes. I would probably not do it any more than 30 Because remember, if you are teaching third, fourth, fifth, and you are pairing with a lower grade level, you have to think about the stamina of those younger students as well. So 15 to 20 minutes is sufficient for this. If you know someone that you can automatically talk to, you have a relationship with, that's a great way to just go ahead and try to get synced up with the class. But if you don't really know anyone, or maybe it's your first year in the school, You could just draft up a small email that's saying like, hey, this is what I'm interested in doing. These are my goals. This is what I'm hoping to get from this. This is how your students could benefit. And then you could just send that out to the grade level teachers of a certain grade level. It's really awesome too if you can get other people on board in your grade level because then it could just be kind of like a grade level initiative and maybe it could even turn into a school-wide initiative. So that's just an idea of something that you can do that is far beyond just adding activities and materials into your classroom, but all of these other types of ways, getting on the floor with them, writing with your students beside them at their desks, making a writing center for them, using a special timer or countdown clock so that they can actually see when this time is over. And again, we're going to celebrate when it's over. It's fine. Making sure that you have share time thinking about partner writing, and then maybe even trying out this idea of writing buddies. So these are some of the ideas that I want you to focus on. And if you decide that you are really, really loving one of these ideas, or if you try it, I would love to hear about it. So make sure that you reach out to me on Instagram and you can find me at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear what you're trying and how it is working for you. 
And I know that the writing buddies, it can be a little bit tricky. So if you need assistance with that, if you need assistance with an email structure, if you need assistance with how to set it up or what to do during writing buddies time, reach out to me. I would love to connect with you and help get that up and running for you and your students. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you have not listened to the last few episodes all about the different ways that you can find time for writing, make sure that you tune into those. And do not forget to head to the show notes and grab your free writing prompts sample. You can use those at any time, even if it is the June set. And right now you might be listening in October. Totally fine. You can still pull out that national day and use those prompts for your students. I cannot wait to connect with you all again next Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.